Holy moly, too much cuteness going on there. Uh, how's everyone doing? Hello, The Way Church. I miss you guys like terrible, and it's good for you to know that behind the scenes we are praying on landing a date where we see each other soon and very soon. Uh, as Brady just said, there is a survey that we want some of you guys to fill out. Many of you have already filled it out. Thank you so much. And um, if you could help with that, that'd be awesome. This week, um, briefly, we're going to talk about mothers, but really we're going to talk about receiving life. And so um, there's a verse that's found in Exodus chapter 20, verse 12, and it says, Honor your father and your mother, and then you will live long, full of life, in the land that the Lord your God is giving you. I love about how we grow up and God's giving us property, and he says, if you live long because you honored your mother and father, Right, The New Testament scenario in Ephesians chapter 6 uh, is quoting this uh, one of the Ten Commandments there. And he says, children, obey your parents because you belong to the Lord. For this is the right thing to do. Honor your father and your mother. For this is the first commandment with a promise. I love that. I love that he's teaching you about the Old Testament. This is the first commandment with a promise. If you honor your father and your mother... Things will go well for you, and you will have a long life on earth. I, um, I think it's important that we understand that there are many, um, that Father, Mother's Day is, is difficult. Uh, I don't know your scenario. I don't know if it's wanting or regret or frustration, but I do believe that God is telling all of us that we should honor. And even if there is tension in your old relationship, this is a biblical scenario, and it's important that we all, to know that we all can give honor. Jesus would say that y- you should bless those even that curse you. And though there may have been things that have gone wrong and things that may have been said ill, honor is something that we want to build as a culture. We want to have a culture of honor, making sure that we're not people of dishonor, but we are people of honor. And I believe that when we honor others, something good happens inside of us. One, we release others of their actions. But it's important for us to be able to see the good in all of us because that's what God found in us before we became who we are. As we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. He saw good in us even when there was none. And if there is tension in a relationship in your life, find the good and honor it. But above all, we should honor our mothers. If for no other reason, uh, there's a video that I want to show you, and I think it gives light to something that is uh, really important that was given to you. Uh, this is f- designed to be funny, and I hope that you can appreciate it. Good morning. We're here today at the Apex Health and Wellness Spa to, uh, to tell you how great moms are. Yeah, if, if you've got a mom, which we all do, then uh, she went through some stuff just to, to bring you into this world, and we're gonna we're gonna check out how that is. We're gonna show you how wonderful she really was, and how thankful you should be. <laughs> oh, gosh. So this is our dear friend, Dr. Courtney Knight. Dr. Courtney, uh, Dr. Knight, will you tell us what we're doing here today? So the goal of this is to simulate the uterine contractions that women experience during labor. So to do so, we're going to try to give you just a taste of it with an electrical stimulation machine. 
So what that does is we're going to put the pads on your abdominal muscles and it's going to run a current through and contract them and then relax. So at low levels, this actually feels great. <laughs> it's very therapeutic. Yay. Go, let's do this. Mom, yeah, love you. Mm. Teresa, great job. Yep. Uh, I, 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 Mom, I, I couldn't be who I am without you. That's right. And I love you. Mom, I love you too. And wife. Great. Oof. Great mom. I'm not Thank sure you. I want kids now. <laughs> Thank you for the children that you have made. Oh, my silliness. So, on the real... Like, okay, first of all, thank you, Mom, right? Um, but all of us can, should be able to say thank you that we have life because somebody went through so much for seasons to bring us into this world. And um, I have so much gratitude, uh, especially now that <laughs> I understood some things, uh, which really can't compare from what I understand. And I... Turns out, just can't do it. Praise the Lord. I'm going to jump into some verses here that I want to uh, share with you guys. I'm reading today out of 2 Timothy. And um, one of the passages that uh, the Lord brought to me for all of us is this passage in 2 Timothy chapter 1. And I'm going to start off in verse 2. And it says, I am writing to Timothy. This is Paul. My dear son, uh, may God, the, the Father, and Christ Jesus, our Lord, give grace, mercy, and peace. Timothy, I thank God for you, the God I serve with a clear conscience, just as my ancestors did. Night and day, I consistently remember you in my prayers. He said, I long to see you again, for I remember your tears as we parted, and I will be filled with joy when we are together again. I remember your genuine faith, for, uh, for you share the faith that was first filled, that first filled your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. For I know the same faith continues strong in you. This is why I remind you to fan into flame 
the spiritual gift that God gave you when I laid my hands on you. For God did not give us a spirit of fear, but, but of timidity, of power, of love, uh, and, and self-discipline. And so uh, he said, never be ashamed to tell others about our Lord. Don't be ashamed of me either, even though I'm in prison for him. For, uh, for with the strength that God gives you, be ready to suffer with me for the sake of the good news. Today, uh, I want to read this passage, and, and as I'm reading this passage, what I'm realizing is that the faith that I have um, was something, it was the life that was given to me. Uh, I'm so thankful for the life that was given me. And so I believe today, wherever you're at, uh, that this message is for you. This is not just for moms. Uh, This is for dads. This is for grandchildren. This is for youth, high school, whomever you may be. I believe that this message is for you. And Paul is writing to someone that he loves um, very much. uh, And he he considers this person, Timothy, to be like his child. And uh, what I love, love, love about it is um, he, he said, I, I remember your genuine faith for uh, you share the faith that was first filled. Um, and so he says, I remember your genuine faith. I'm reminded that... Um, I believe that all of us, wherever we are, we have genuine faith. Like, your relationship with God is real. It's where you are, and it's what God's doing in your life, and, uh, and it's alive. Paul said just prior in verse, in verse 4, he says, I long to see you again, and I remember your tears as we parted. And, uh, and I'm thinking about Paul talking to the people he's ministering to, people, the people that he loves, saying how much he wants to be back with them, right? He wants to encounter the Lord together again, and he knows how much we miss each other. And I'm thinking about that right now as I'm, as I'm ministering, how I can't wait that we're back together again. Um, but he says, I remember your genuine faith. But he says, the faith that first filled your grandmother, Lois. Um, and so what I'm reminded of today is that the faith that I have um, is, uh, is not the faith that is mine, but is the faith of those that have gone before me. The faith of your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice. Why that's important is um, as we're talking about Mother's Day, I believe that in the heart of every mother, it's not just that where we are today, we didn't get there on our own. And there was a life that was given to us that was carried from one generation to another. From one generation to another to another. But Paul's talking about the faith that Timothy had that came from his mother, that came from his grandmother. This is the most important verse that stands out to me, is what we pass on. And how honored Paul was to see Timothy because he had such genuine faith, but he recognized that faith initiated somewhere else, and it came for someone else. When we talk about honoring our mothers, I, I want to talk about really honoring your spiritual people that have gone above you, people that have given you life. What is so cool about, uh, I believe, Lois, is why she was so, she lived a life of honor. See, when you love Jesus and you pass that faith on, 
It's so wonderful to see those that you've ministered to thriving in their faith. When we talk about faith, we're not just talking about a love for Jesus, right? What's beautiful is the reason why we pass on this faith is not just for eternal sake. And it's not just to love Jesus. But there's so many values and teachings that come once we learn the faith. It's the love for the word of God. It's an understanding of forgiveness. It's an understanding of how to operate in finances. It's an understanding of mercy and grace. It's an understanding of marriage and relationships. It's an understanding of how to love, how to have peace, how to reconcile relationships. There are so many things that come with being able to pass on the faith from one generation to another. And what made Lois so uh, honored, I believe, is not only did she pass on the faith to her daughter, but she watched it passed on to her grandson and he's thriving with the gospel as the gospel is growing throughout europe or you know uh, this this region and how much honor she had to see her grandchildren thrive in her faith today that's one of the things i want to talk about how how does that happen for you how do you pass on your faith Well, what I love about what's happening here is that Paul would say in the next verse, he says, remember, I remember your genuine faith, for you share the first, that first filled your grandmother, Lois, and your mother, Eunice, and I know the same faith continues strong in you. He says, this is why I remind you to fan into flame the spiritual gift of God that God gave you when I laid my hands on you. When I laid my hands on you. I think of the people that got you to where you are today. And I think of, do you have an Apostle Paul in your life? And, and it's okay if you don't have a mom or a grandmom that's praying. You have a pastor or a spiritual brother or sister that shared the faith with you, an evangelist that came into your life. But what I'm thankful for is that Paul's talking about fanning into flame the gift of God that's inside of you. How do you flan into flame the love for God in your life? And why this is important is because I believe that every mom dreams of this. There are many of us that could be so thankful today of, of the word and the prayers that our parents prayed over us or over our, 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 our pastors or our mentors, the ones that they prayed over us. And now what Paul is saying is Paul's spiritual dad, his spiritual mentor, he's saying, I want you to fan into flame this gift of God that happened when I laid my hands on you. How do you fan into flame this gift of God? I believe the first way we do it is with the word of God. You got to get the word of God inside your life. You have to. Because when the word of God is inside of us, it's teaching us and cultivating truth. And what it does is it speaks to this seed inside of our life and it, it creates enthusiasm. When you're reading it alone and there's no one else around, the word of God speaks to you and it reminds you of truths. Seed it deep inside of you and it comes alive. And it, 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 it breathes this excitement like a breath of fresh air and you're like, yes, I want that. Yes, I want to love like that. Yes, I want to forgive like that. Yes, I want to have faith like that. Yes, when I hit opposition, I want to believe like that. The word of God shoots up inside of us like a fire in our bones, the Bible says. Fan into flame. 
Well, every fire needs three things. It needs heat, it needs oxygen, and it needs a source. It needs more uh, uh, um, sources. And so I, I don't know about you, but the, the Holy Spirit is the wind of God. It's, it's the air of God. And you have to have moments of the word of God in your life. Moments of the word of God in your life. And then you have to have people, other sources in your life that you share the word of God with. I promise this is going to go somewhere. When Paul said, I want you to fan into flame the gift of God that when I laid my hands on you, what Paul was doing when he laid hands on him was stirring up the gift of God inside of him. Well, I believe what happens when we pray over one another is, is there's something that, that moves inside of us that gets excited, something that activates and comes to life. And Paul laid hands on Timothy and something came alive in Timothy. Something came alive in Timothy that started when his mom was sharing with him prayers years ago. And when grandma was telling stories uh, about the, the moves of God that she remembered seeing. See, this is so important that we learn how to fan into flame in our life. How do you fan into flame the gift of God in your life? Moms, how do you fan into flame the gift of God that you have of your children? Because I believe that this is the greatest desire in our life. That the people that we love, what would fill us with honor is watching them have moments the same moments that made up the makeup of our life. In my house, we have uh, times where we try to uh, encounter the Lord. I'll take them. And, uh, and so this is an example of the people that have brought me to where I am. And this is an example of the Father, uh, the, the Holy Spirit, and the Word of God, and the friends that I have in my life. And this is an example of the times where I've spent in Prayer with my kids, fanning into flame the gift of God, that I would be so honored. Because deep in my heart, I believe that the greatest honor that could have ever happen in my life is not that I would become rich. I swear. I would trade every cent in my bank account. I would trade every, I would, the, the lotto, the jackpot, and the Powerball. I would trade anything in my life to know that my kids carry on, fan into flame the gift of God that I've prayed over them. And so what I've learned is that you can't tell someone to love God. You can't just take them to church and say, hey, I can't wait till we get back to church because then you're gonna experience these God moments. And it doesn't just happen through your television. The moments where you teach these things, see, I believe that Lois didn't just tell Eunice uh, to love God. And, and Eunice didn't just tell Timothy to love God. No, they shared it. And there were moments where it wasn't just, hey, love him. It was, this is what prayer looks like. And this is what the word of God sounds like, Timothy. And let me show you what it's like to pray. Oh, and when we're having moments over dinner, we're going to pray for people that are sick. Because we don't want to just be the first one that gets blasted with illness and not know where it comes from. I want to show you what it's like to pray. And we want to show you what it's like to enjoy the Holy Spirit. Because when we love God... We love God with other people, and we teach them how to love God. If you love fishing, you don't want to just take someone and hand them a pole. You want to show them what it's like to catch a fish and how to reel it in because you love it, and you love everything about it. But when you love Jesus, you don't just love coming to church. 
No, I love God in my finances. So I want to show my kids what it's like that I tithe all the time. And I want to show them what it's like, why we sacrifice for our neighbors and why we give some of our money to people that we love because we want them to understand we give. I don't want them to just love Jesus. No, 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 no. I want them to follow him. And I want to fan in the flame in them something that it takes over their whole being, that their life would not be good if they become an athlete, or would not be good if they get a good education. No, it would already be good because they love Jesus and they have values deep in their heart and in their soul. I don't want to just tell my kids to love God. I want to show them, and I want to share what's in me with them. I got to be honest. More than anything in my life, When Paul looked at Timothy and he said that he has genuine faith, the faith that was not his but was his grandmother's and was his mother's, I realize that the faith that I have didn't come from a church. It came from generations long before me and generations before them. And now this faith that has been handed to me from generation to generation to generation, and I'm not even talking about your parents. It could be anyone. The faith that we have is not ours, but it is our responsibility to fan into flame. Now, what's so unique about this passage is Paul tells him, and this is why I remind you, Timothy, to fan into flame the spiritual gift that God gave you when I laid my hand on you. So Paul said, look, we had these moments together and I prayed for you, but now I want you to fan this thing. I want you to read the word. I want you to have these Holy Spirit moments. I want you to pray for others that are hurting right now. I want you to have faith that God can heal them. I want you to to have moments with your family where where you're breathing these things. And so what I don't know where you're at right now, but there's a lot of people that would say, Tim, this is cool, but I don't have kids or I don't have um, grandkids or I don't have like, this isn't going on in my house. Cool. You know how I learned how to love Jesus? I, I, I found friends. And me and friends, I remember we would have these God moments where we would stay up till 2 o'clock in the morning singing songs to Jesus. Why? Because people that love fishing, they'd love to go out fishing until 2 or 3 in the morning. People that love uh, that they, if, they, if they love uh, casinos, they'd love to go out and do casino stuff until forever in the morning. If they love partying, they'll go out and party forever. But I loved Jesus. I loved the grace of God. I loved the move of God. I loved the way His Holy Spirit moved on me. And I don't think that my kids are just gonna one day just love God because I told them to. But I want them to see it in me. I wanna show them my love. And so the way this works is or with your friends, See, if you're a young adult right now, which we've got many people, we've got many people here that, that, that are married and don't have kids, great. Get together with other people you love and fan into flame. You know, a, 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 a piece of wood that gets separated from the fire, it will go out. But when you take fire and you put it closer together, the flame grows higher. Jesus said, where two or three are gathered, there I am in the midst. If we get with other people we love, and we not just talk about him, but let's make these memories, like the greatest times of our life, where me and someone else that loves Jesus would love Jesus together in prayer, believing for something, allowing the Holy Spirit to move among us. Parents, you want your kids to love the Lord. 
pray over them. I, I, there's been so many moments in the Broughton household, right, where we've done so many different things and failed miserably. We've had devotions where our kids are rolling around on the floor. They're upside down waiting. They're rubbing their face into the carpet or on the wall. They're picking their nose. They're hitting each other. We've done so many different things. We do prayer at dinner. We do prayer along their bed. We do prayer in the car. We do prayer everywhere because we love Jesus. And we want them to know one of the greatest honors of our life would not be for you to be a millionaire. To love Jesus. Today we're talking about honoring people. And I believe that even if you have a, a, a bad mom, because you have a love for Jesus, the way God loved us when we were enemies with him, we can love others when we're enemies with them. But I believe one of the greatest things that we can do to love Jesus is to love God with people we love. Now, in, in this next passage, Paul would say this. He'd say, um, for God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of love and of power and of a sound mind. Why? Because I believe that many of us have tried to love God with our children or with our spouses or with our friends or in, in, in a setting, and we failed at it. I have failed so many times. It's okay. I've also failed rapping or singing or I failed a lot of things. But it's because I'm learning how to do this with the people I love. And I'm going to keep failing with it. Because I love Jesus, I'm going to figure out how to love Jesus with people I love most. Because I believe that there is nothing more important to me than loving God together. Some of you are watching right now, and you're watching with a mom that loves God with all of her heart. You know one of the greatest things you can do for that mom is to pull her aside and say, Mom, can I pray for you today? Mom, will you pray over me? A, a mom that loves God, oh man, she's melted. You've got her right there. That's what they want. Mom, will you sing with me? Mom, can we read the Bible together? Yep. I've watched my wife so many times stop everything she's doing and pray with the kids. Read the Bible with the kids. Read a story with the kids. So we don't want to tell them what to do. We want to share it with them. How do you share Jesus with your friends? How do you share Jesus with your roommates? How do you share Jesus with your family? We don't tell them about the gospel, but we show it to them. I want to fan in the flame. I want to worship God with people I love. I want to pray with them because I love them. And when I'm out doing life with them, I want to stop and talk to them about how Jesus interacts in this moment. This is about honor. Because before all of these other people come into my life, before I had a mentor, there was one person that came into my life and showed me Jesus. And um, someone showed that person Jesus. But it'd be so cool to know that someone that's maybe 85 years old right now passing away, that passed their faith off from generation to generation, knows that there is another generation coming. I believe we have a responsibility with the gospel of Jesus. That we would take what was given to us and give it to others. If you're in a place in your life right now where the word of God, or your faith is dying, or bored, 
there's a good chance that you have taken your flame and separated it from the fire. Bring that flame back into fellowship with people in your own house and ask them if we can worship together, if we can pray over certain things together, if we can allow our hearts to turn into God's heart. From generation to generation, we can't just tell people, go to church, love God, that's religion. We're introducing someone to the greatest person in our life. Would you do me a favor? Would you bow your heads and would you close your eyes today? If you're watching right now and maybe you're not where you want to be, and really you may realize that you're not where you want to be because you can recognize that um, there's someone that taught you to love God and maybe in this season of life you're not living with that genuine faith that you want to have that's activated and fired up. I want to pray for you right now. And it happens by us just saying, God, I, I surrender. And right here, right now in my life, I'm going to lay it down. And I'm going to ask you to move on me, Lord. And I'm going to ask you to bring your word into my life and, and show me what to read. And show me what to pray. And show me what needs to be moved in my life. And as you listen to the Holy Spirit, he grows inside of you. Every time you make a move towards the Lord, he grows in your life. The scripture says, if you draw near to me, I will draw near to you. Right now, with every head bowed and every eye closed, if that's you, and you'd say, you know what, I know that I'm not right with God today, but I know that I need to surrender my life. I need to fan into flame again. Or for the first time, the love of God. If that's you, you can uh, select, I raise my hand right there on the screen, or you can ask someone in the prayer chat to pray for me. Or, or you could text the church and say, I, I want to surrender my life today. But if that's you, I want to teach you this prayer. It just says, Lord, I lay down my life. Lord, I give you my life. Lord, I give you my life. Lord, I give you my life. Lord, Jesus, I give you my life. Lord, I give you my life. I believe there's nothing greater we can do to honor those that have given us life but to love Jesus. Lord, today, right now, I love you.
thoughts before we close this. One, what would it look like for you to honor those that gave you life? Whatever life looks like to you. And to me, I'm already thinking of people that I need to call and tell them that you're never going to stop believing in forgiveness, in grace, generosity because of the way they loved you. It may be a mentor. It may be a mom. But I believe that there's some things that were instilled in us years ago that today we can give honor to. Next, Paul tells Timothy in this chapter, he says, hey, look, I'm, I'm, I can't wait to see you, and when I see you, I'll be filled with joy. You have such genuine faith. But because we're not going to see each other for a while, I want to remind you of the genuine faith that's in you, that you got from others. I want to encourage you to fan into flame. So I want to encourage you, with the people that you love, do with them what we learn together. And if it's a dumpster fire and it doesn't work, try something else. Or call other people in the same situation in you and say, hey, look, this is my situation. What would you do? And let's talk it through. And let's try again. Last, if you've made a decision today to renew your faith, I would be honored to know about it. Please raise your hand in the chat right now and ask someone to pray for you or text the church and tell us that you made a decision to give your life today. Guys, I love you more than you know and I miss you more than you know. I'm so grateful for those that have come before me and for those that worship with me. I love Jesus more because of our hearts together. Fan in the flame this week. Stir up the gift of God inside of you. I love you guys. Talk to you soon. Happy Mother's Day.